If you have any questions about the book, or you want me to read something, or you want a shout out, or if you just want to contact me, you can email me at moonthenightwing12 at gmail.com. The email will be in the description. Now back to the book. Hello, and welcome back to my podcast. Today I'll be reading Chapter 16 of Wings of Fire, A Dragonet Prophecy. As the sun began to sink below the mountains, Clay dozed off, still worrying about his friends. He woke up to the smell of burnt prey and the growling of his stomach. Two of the moons were high overhead, while the third was a dim ivory blur glowing behind a distant peak. His eyes were finally starting to adjust to the bigness of everything. This view was just about the opposite of what he'd grown up with under the mountain. Clay twisted his head to the smell of prey behind him and nearly toppled off his ledge in surprise. Peril was, Peril was par- perched on the far side of a stone platform with her tail tucked around her legs, her wing folded in as if she was trying to make herself as small as possible. Even so, there was only about a length of a dragon tail between them, and Clay could clearly feel the burning heat coming off her scales. It wasn't a warm, basking heat like Sunny and Dune had. It felt like standing too close to an erupting volcano. Oh, good. Finally, she said. She nodded to at a lump of that of meat on the rock between them. I brought you something different. Well, I made the guard let me bring it. To, bring it. I hope you don't mind if it's a little crispy. She spread her front talons in an oddly hopeless gesture. Clay peered at the prey, which smelled like smoky duck. He wanted it. But he was afraid of getting any closer to peril. What if she burned him, even by accident? I'll be careful, she said, guessing his thoughts. I'll stay really still. I promise. She glanced around at the slumbering prisoners. I just thought it might be a little less obvious if I sat here instead of flying around you. She didn't sound like a monster. Clay couldn't put his this quiet dragon together without the brutal killer he'd seen earlier that day. He scraped the duck toward him, then devoured it in two bites. It tasted like ash and crunched strangely between his teeth. Oh dear, Peril said. That was fast. Do you want another one? I'm alright, Clay said. She scraped one claw across the rock. Do you want me to go away? No, he said, and she looked up surprised. Stay and talk to me, he offered. Aren't you afraid of me now that you've, now that you've seen what I can do? Of course I am, he said honestly, but you're still better company than the pigeons. All they want to talk about is nest designs and who to poop on. Beryl barked a laugh. She seemed more subdued than she had been when they first met. He studied her face in the moonlight. Are are you all right? he asked. Beryl blinked several times fast. Instead of answering, she said, That was weird today, wasn't it? What was weird? The sailing, horizon, the way he just gave up. She opened and closed her wings, and Clay flinched. Why would he do that? Peril went on. It's poor form. I guess I should have pushed him away to make him keep fighting. Her Majesty was pretty angry. At you? Clay said. That doesn't seem fair. Really? Peril blinked. Really? She said. It doesn't? She shook her head. No, the Queen's right. It is my ro- It's right. It's my responsibility to make the fight exciting if the other dragon won't do it. What do you do what she, why do you do what she says? Do you do you like fighting? 
What he really wanted to ask was, do you like killing? But he was afraid of what the answer might be. Would he like killing? If he'd been give if he'd been given the chance to do it over and over again with no consequences, was that the kind of dragon he was supposed to be? Would he like it if he had to would he like it if he had to do it tomorrow in the arena? Of course, Pearl said, I'm good at fighting and not much else. And she's my queen. I'm her champion. Why you? Clay asked, risking getting closer to his real question. What's wrong with you? No one no one else wants me, Pearl said matter-of-factly. No one can even touch me. You saw that. I was born with too much fire. Usually, when dragons like me hatch, the skyring drop them off the highest mountain peak. That's what my mother was going to do, but Queen Scarlet saved me and killed her to punish her. Her eyes went cold at the words, my mother. Wow, Clay said faintly. Yeah, said Pearl. If you want to know any everything, I burned up my twin in our egg. I sucked all the fire out of him and scorched him into a crisp. She shrugged, but there was a wobbiness to her voice. I tacked the other eggs in my nest when I hatched, Clay said. I felt really strange to say it out loud. At least, that's what the big dragons told me. They said I tried to kill my nest mates. I don't remember it. Peril tilted her head. So maybe we're both both born to kill other dragons, she said. Clay wished she didn't sound so happy about it. Maybe she's right. Maybe she's the, maybe she's the monster I could be if I let myself. I don't really want to do that, he admitted. I like fighting, but the only thing I've ever killed is prey. Her Majesty said I might as well follow my true nature, Pearl said. That's how she raised me, letting me be myself, giving me dragons to kill. Maybe you'd feel better if you could be who you really are. I hope that's not who I am, Chloe said. In the moonlight, Pearl's expression changed, and then he realized he'd hurt her feelings. Not that, he stammered. Nice work, Clay. How are you going to finish that sentence? Not that there's anything wrong with being a killer, or maybe... But it seems you're, it seems to be going great for you. I mean, maybe I was born that way. But does that mean I'm like that forever? I guess I hope I have a choice, is all. I want to be who I want to be, not who I have to be, right? Do you ever... I mean, wouldn't you want to be different if you could be anyone? Nope. Pearl said, clawing at the rock under her talons. I've accepted myself, and I like myself this way. You should do the same thing. Something clattered far below them, and Pearl jumped. I better go, she said. Wait, Clay said. Please. Who's supposed to fight tomorrow? Can you talk to the tween? Tell her not to send in the Nightwing. He's not ready for the arena. Are you serious? Pearl said. She'd be furious. She's so excited to see him fight. Tell her I volunteer instead, Clay barred Tell her, uh... I'm ready, and um, I'll promise to make it exciting. Pearl was already shaking her head. I can't. I'm forbidden to talk to you. She was really mad when she found out I visited you before. I guess you're not like other dragon prisoners. Clay paused, thinking. That was strange. Why did Queen Scarlet care if Pearl talked to him? But you came to see me anyway? She shuffled her talons and looked a little embarrassed. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, it didn't seem fair. Like, I like talking to you. Her Majesty never has time to talk to me, and my only other friend is old and tells the same stories over and over again. You're blazing. She, so she does. She says so she doesn't obey every order Queen Scarlet gives her. Good to know. He realized that she was looking at him hopefully. 
Uh, he said, you're blazing too? Pearl grinned, sharpening white teeth, flashing in the moonlight. That's what Her Majesty says. She likes me the way I am, and nobody else ever has. Until you. Yikes, Clay thought. He wasn't sure that he did like her the way she was, or that he wanted to be best friends with a dragon who was planning to kill him eventually. But there was something not entirely awful about Peril, Peril, an awkwardness and sadness that he kind of understood, and maybe there was a chance he could talk her out of the whole killing plan. Maybe that was why Queen Scarlet didn't want her to talk to him. In the meanwhile, though, he had to focus on saving Starfight. Listen, he said, you could talk to her about Starfight anyways. What if you acted like you came up with your, it with yourself? A mutt wing is still something new, right? So send me in first and save him for later. Besides, if he dies in his first fight, that would be a waste, wouldn't it? He swallowed the lump that rose in his throat of the idea of Starfight dying. You think it, he would? Peril said, gazing out at the circle of prisoners. Even with the bright light of the moons, it was hard to see the dark lump of dra of dragon on Starfight's pedestal. I can't, can't he use his powers, read minds, and all that? Poor Starflight. Clay wondered if a normal Nightwing raised around other Nightwings would have already have powers by now. But he didn't want Peril and Queen Scarlet to know that Starflight was powerless. And he didn't want to risk Starfight's life because they thought he could he could do something special. They're a little unpredictable, he hazarded. He's not fully grown, you know. He's still learning how to use them. Although, of course, they're very scary when they work. He hoped the Skywings had no more information about Nightwing powers than Scarfight scrolls, Starfight scrolls did. Oh, Pearl said, that makes sense. Her tail twitched over her talons as she thought. Clay tried to sidle a bit closer to the edge, away from the blistering heat. All right, she said finally. I'll try. Thank you, Clay said. Pearl spread her wings to fly away, then hesitated, looking at him. You wouldn't do that, would you? Clay tried to think of what she meant. Kill yourself like that, she said, the way Horizon did. She coughed, and a small ring of smoke puffed out of her snout. Clay had no idea what he would do if he ever had to fight Peril. It sounded even more terrifying than swimming down the underground river. He met her eerie blue eyes and realized that she looked very worried. I don't think so, he said truthfully. He couldn't imagine choosing to die that way, and he didn't think he was brave enough to do it either. Oh, good, she said. I'd much rather kill you fair and square. Well, good night. She leapt up into the air and beat her wings, sending a wave of heat over Clay's scales. He felt very unsettled as he watched her spiral down to the arena. Peril was the first dragon he'd met outside the mountain, if he didn't count Queen Scarlet. Maybe she wasn't as strange as he thought. Maybe switching between friendly conversation and violence was normal for a dragon. But somehow he didn't think so. Was she the right was she right about his true nature? If he'd been raised like her, killing dragons and feeding the monster inside him, maybe he'd be less worried all the time. Maybe he needed to accept that part of him like she had. But would his friends still like him? Would he would he be more or less worthy of the prophecy that way? One thing was for sure. Whether he did end up in the arena, he'd find out how he felt about killing pretty fast.